And hello, people of the internet. How's it going today? How's you doing? Welcome to a walk through the mind. I'm Billy Bones. There's a moment where we can take a couple minutes out of our day and I get to share some ideas and hopefully you can take them and apply them somewhere else for their further conversation down the road. And today, I'd like to attempt to tackle a subject that at least I, w- I would like to believe the majority of us are somewhat familiar with, and that's politics. Politicians, to be specific. You think about, I think about the term, the Latin term, as the joke goes, of politics. You break it down, and poly means many, and ticks means blood-sucking creature. Many blood-sucking creatures. And if you ask me, that's definitely what politics are. That's what politics falls for, at least under my understanding of what politics are and what politicians are. Politicians are, I hate to say it, at least from my point of view, a necessary evil. These are the people that will make promises to all sorts of people to get elected, to take the position that we, the electorate, give to them. If they sell us the best line of crap in some words, or maybe some of these individuals, these politicians, are really good at what they do, and they actually they come through with what they sell for us. But either way, they, they go around, and in their campaign, they sell us, they tell us what they're going to do. They tell us how they are going to make things better. They hit on all the hot topics. They hit on everything that is kind of chomping at our bits right at the moment. And then we vote these people into office, and half of us sit there and go, these guys aren't supporting my view. These guys aren't supporting what they said that they would do for me. But there's a lot of people out there that these people also are taken care of, fulfilling promises of the people that got them elected. Now that's a conundrum, if you ask me. These people have lied and cheated their way to the top, and somehow I didn't vote for them, and yet here they are elected. They are representing my voice. Now there's some people out there that say that they game the system, and they use means and ways to use dead people votes or illegal votes and get elected and I can't prove one way or another possible but it's also not possible that these people get elected there's proof in history where such things have happened and history does have a chance of repeating itself a very good chance of repeating itself but either way these people get elected to do a job and they're going to do the job that, for the purposes of at least this conversation, they promised that they were going to do. 
they promised to fix city streets. They promised to employ schools for public teachers. They they promised to lower taxes. All the all the bullet points that we're accustomed to hearing from them. And then when they take office, they seemingly don't. And where are we left at with that? Becomes a mess really, really quick. I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel that they can go into politics. They can run for office and they can fix things. And there's a lot of people that have. There's a lot of people that have gone through and fixed things and progressed things that at the way that they promised that they would do. But then there's also politicians that feed us a load of crap put it bluntly, and they don't follow through with the promises that they told us. We'll cut taxes, but then they don't. If it's sat just simply at, they'll cut taxes and they don't, they just don't cut taxes. Maybe it's a, a situation where public funding doesn't allow them. And being in a democratic republic, we all agree that is our social contract. We all agree to chip in, throw a couple pennies or a couple dollars towards the collective improvement of things. There's people before us that have promised to pay $10 a year towards the roads. Everybody chips in 10 bucks, and it creates a giant pot of money at the end of the rainbow to help fix the roads. Sounds like a great thing. But sometimes there's those politicians that say it's only going to cost you 10 bucks to fix these roads. And then at the end of five years or 10 years, whatever they promise, right? You 10 bucks a year for 10 years, 100 bucks, it's all it's going to cost your family. And that's how we're going to fix the roads. Now, at the end of five years, 10 years, whatever I said, you've given your money and the roads aren't fixed. And this person turns around and they're running for re-election. And they say, all it's going to take is 10 more dollars a year. We hit some bumps in the road. We just need another $10 a year from each of your families. We'll fix those roads, I promise. I've gotten the paperwork started. I just need to finish the paperwork. I need to finish the negotiations. Now, at some points, that's true. At some points, there's union contract negotiations or company negotiations where they're trying to find who's the lowest bidder and when they initially bid the contract, it was X dollars. But now, so many years have gone by. Wages have increased. Products have increased. Asphalt's no longer as cheap as it used to be. It went up three cents a pound or whatever. However, they decide to price asphalt. And it legitimately costs another $10 a year per family or per individual because that's how we get taxed for another five years. Sometimes that actually happens. Business costs do increase. But sometimes, but sometimes we have people that have handshake deals with businesses and the businesses adjust their books to increase the cost of asphalt three point three cents per pound. And that's where in a much, very much general statement on politicians and 
dirty business practices. But they they become in collusion with local businesses, national businesses, depending on the the stage that they're applying for. And they still tell us it's going to increase the cost three cents per pound. And we're, we believe them when all in all, it, all that three cents per pound and actually ends up in the back pockets of the people that we voted for or their business partners. And that's where we see a lot of the malfeasance, if that's the correct term, within politics. That's what we know politics to be. In my opinion, in the grand scheme of things, we see people doing handshake deals with people, with people that are in power. If you vote for me, I will make sure a certain amount of dollars goes back towards your business. That's what a lot of us see. It's not always true. It's not always true. And there's a lot of us that see things that fit the generic stereotype of that, and we apply it globally globally being everybody who's ever run for office ever either within our nation or outside of our nation the problem is we can't forget about the people that want to come in and fix things for the better no wonder my belief of how the constitution was meant to be interpreted under the terms of sitting presidents or senators, House Republicans, they, all of those people have terms. They were given terms for a reason. And you can drop that down to city mayor, state representative, state senators, all accordingly. To be cycled through, it becomes a difficult situation when there's someone there that you trust, that you feel is doing the correct thing. The asphalt did go up three cents per pound. I know this. I understand why they're asking for more money. I think they're doing the job correctly, so I'll vote for them again. But then there's a point where it's not, the asphalt is not increasing by three cents a pound every two years or six years or four years, respectively. But yet they sell us a bill of goods that says every two, four, six years that this asphalt has gone up three cents a pound. Now, we don't know that without doing our own research, but sometimes all it takes is looking good on the TV and giving a thumbs up and a pretty smile. But sometimes when we do our research, we can find that people are lying to us, selling us a false bill of goods, being a snake oil salesman, just to get elected, just to sit there and go, if I can sell these people three cents a dollar, three cents per pound more on asphalt, I can split that between you and me, and we both make a profit. That kind of makes all politicians look like freaking heathens, if you ask me, because now we don't know who's lying, who's not lying, without at least some research. And if you want to do your due diligence, a lot of research. But another problem we run into with politicians is that they have to please everybody. At the very least, they have to please 51% of the people. 
you know, if there's 10,000 people in the town, they need to persuade 5,001 people that they're the right choice for the job. And it's impossible to keep every single promise. There's only a handful of people in the world, the entire world, that can keep every single promise that they make. And so they, as politicians, have to make sacrifices in terms of people that won't be 100% satisfied. Maybe they have to keep 50% of their people 75% satisfied. He didn't do this one thing, but he followed through on these three other things. And if they're allowed to, they'll get elected again, if they feel that their voice is well heard. But sometimes we're sold a bill of goods, and we're agreed upon on 75% of the things, but things are weighted differently. Sometimes that 25% of things that they couldn't fulfill, those roads at 3 cents per pound, at 10 bucks per person, or 100 bucks per person for five years to make it happen, maybe that's your big deal. Maybe it's education. Maybe it's affordable housing or public health care. These people promise it to you. They'll make it happen. They'll make it happen. And the next time they're up for election, we couldn't make it happen. They'll make it happen this time around. They promise. And then the third time they're up for election, we couldn't make it happen because of this reason. We'll make it happen this time. There's a saying that says, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. There should be no fool me three times. If I'm fooled once, fair enough, I had a belief. If you fool me twice... Well, that's an embarrassment on me, but that's where we can come back and we go, oh, the price of asphalt did increase by three cents per pound. I'll give you one more chance. But if I'm fooled a third time, if someone has sold me a bill of goods and I have not been given what I have been sold, what these people sell me is a promise. And they make a lot of promises to a lot of people. And you may not have voted for them for the first time. You cannot vote for them the second time. And choose to not vote for them for the third time. Or maybe you didn't vote for the first time, but you found out for the second time that they were trying, and you found out that they were trying, so you gave them a third chance. But if these people that we elect to represent you and represent me do not follow through with their promises or they sell us a false bill of goods. They tell us they'll fix the streets and they do nothing for their entire term or they do very little for their entire term to fix the streets. They were going to fix the street. They were going to do four things and fixing the streets was the most important thing. Maybe they completed three of the things and they failed on the streets. You can give them another chance. If you voted for the three other things that they promised that they were going to do. If that's what you elected them for. But if they do nothing close to what you rep- you wanted their representation for. Vote the next person in. Even if they offer nothing in common with your view. Under the general principles, there will be someone to challenge them. It might be your initial person. Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, ran for a third term 
got voted out, waited a session, came back and tried to run again. Offered what he felt would get him elected, but it didn't work out. But people had faith in him. People had a lot of faith in him. Just because you missed a session in office doesn't mean that you can't come back to office. But it doesn't guarantee that you'll return to office. Because apparently you failed in the public's eye. I think there's a lot of people, there's a lot of politicians that have offered a lot. That have sold a giant bill of goods that know what they're doing. But I don't think they know all of what they're doing. And I feel there are a lot of politicians across this nation that have sold us short. And in a giant roundabout way, if they have not supported your view on things, even under minimal research, vote the next person in. We don't have term limits outside of presidents. I would prefer term limits on sitting representatives in the House of Representatives, both on the state and national level. I like the idea of term limits on senators, both on the state and national level. I agree that there's a point where, under the general terms of business, things can only move so fast, and there's only so much that can get get done within a session within a, an elected time frame, two, four, or six years. But I also feel that there's a time frame where things can get done, where agreements can be made, and people don't have to line their pockets. People are able to get the job done, but they choose not to because they have too many handshake deals. I say, if you feel that your elected representative is not meeting the reason that you elected them for. They're not representing your voice. As messy as it may be, I say vote the new person in. Vote the up-and-comer in. And if the up-and-comer, even if they don't represent your voice to begin with, you vote them out the next chance you have. You throw your vote to the next person, the new up-and-comer. And you just cycle them through. I think we can wake up a lot of politicians who think that they have a cush year after year job. If we're able to sit there and go, your job is in my hands. Now granted, my hands are connected to the greater collective. The greater collection of people that you choose to represent. But if you're not going to do the job that I said... I would allow you to do, I think you should go. And I think the next person should go. And if the third person doesn't represent my view properly, I think they should go as well. That is the power of voting. We all have to chip in and hang on together. It's not as easy as we would like. It's not as simple. It's not as research-free as even I would prefer. But it's for the best of all of us. All of us want to live here. All of us want a good life. All of us want a productive, intriguing, productive, can't, can't think of the other word that I'm trying to think of. But we want the best for everybody, specifically our, our kin. And under the greater, greater collective, it's best if all of us do well. So to wrap it up in a nutshell, go out and vote. 
Go out and va- make your voice heard. So-and-so's not making my voice heard. I'm ready for a new voice. So-and-so didn't do a good enough job last time. It's time for a new one. Then we won't always win. You can't win 100% of the battles. Statistically not possible. So we can make our voice heard. I don't even I don't even know if this has been worth a damn, but I I'd like to hope it was. If you've made it this far, I'm surprised and thankful you've made it through this many of my ramblings. But if you have and you think this show or or this episode or any one of the ones that I've done have been worth a damn. I humbly ask that you give it a share. See what other people think of it. Find me on Twitter at BillyBones B-I-L-L-Y-B-O-N 3-S That's the number 3 instead of an E. You can find me at BillyBones.com spelled the same way. There's a contact page on there, so if you got questions or comments, love mail or hate mail, you can send it all. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next time.